Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day, Lil. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Kelly Dovis. Mom, sister, daughter, nurse, and one of Salina's happiest residents. What I love about Salina, Texas is the emotions that the people and the surroundings evoke. And that could be different for everybody, but it just speaks to my heart. Salina's my kind of town. Welcome to Life in Salina, your official community podcast of Salina, Texas. On every episode, we celebrate and share the stories that connect our community. We want to inspire you to live life connected. This is Life in Salina. Salina. Howdy, welcome to this episode of Life in Salina, the official community podcast of Salina, Texas. I'm your host, Drew Myers, telling the story of Salina, Texas through the stories of the people who live and work here. Thank you for listening. Always appreciated. You guys give me the opportunity to celebrate the power of story and celebrate the power of community. The tagline in Salina, Texas is Life Connected, and this podcast exemplifies that tagline. It's the beautiful red ribbon on top of the life-connected present, the life-connected gift. On this episode of Life in Salina, I got the opportunity to sit down with Kelly Dobus, a relatively new resident to Salina, Texas, but she already loves this community as much as someone who's lived here for decades. That's the power of Salina. That's what this episode of Life in Salina exemplifies. I cannot wait to share that conversation with you guys in its entirety. But real quick, I want to remind you, if you like what we're doing on Life in Salina, please hit that like button. Please hit that share button. Please leave a comment. But if you do nothing else, without a doubt, make sure you subscribe. Go to your favorite podcast platform. Hit that subscribe button. You'll be notified every time a new episode is released. And if you don't have a favorite podcast platform, just go to Spotify. You can listen to your favorite music and also listen to this podcast. Again, thank you for listening, whether it's your first time or your 30th time. Always appreciated. Here is my conversation with Kelly Dobus. We recorded this episode of Life in Salina at the Little Wooden Penguin. Welcome to this episode of Life in Salina, the official community podcast of Salina, Texas. I'm sitting down with a relatively new resident of Salina, Texas, Kelly Dobas. Kelly, thanks for doing this. Thank you. Thanks so much for having me. This is really an honor. Okay, so I met Kelly about a month ago. You came to the Cafe Anderson recording, is that right, at Rollertown? Yes, sir. And you came up, and your brother has actually been on the show Todd Evans. My little brother. Little brother. <laughs> and we just talked and you told me about just moving to the community and your heart for this community. And you've listened to the podcast. And I went to the powers that be that kind of 
booked the guests and said, we need to get Kelly on. I think she would be a good guest. So here you are at the Little Wooden Penguin. At the Little Wooden Penguin. Well, that, that is very neat of how that happened. And I was very excited to meet you that day as well, having you know heard many of your podcasts. And obviously, Todd speaks very highly of you. Well, I loved meeting you at Rollertown, but I didn't get a chance to really know you that night. I don't know your story. So let's start there, Kelly. Give me the Kelly Doba story. We grew up 20 miles west of Chicago uh, in a fairly small suburb, um, uh, Lyle, Illinois. And then we also have family. We're originally from Ohio, and there is a little town in West Ohio, uh, Western Ohio, called Ada. It's named Ada, Ohio. And then I went to college in DeKalb, Illinois, where NIU is. So I, I'm most comfortable in small hometowns, you know, some people call it, you know, Main Street USA or whatever you want to call it, where I definitely feel like I have rural roots and I have managed to make it a whole year without getting arrested or shot by any farmers. Uh, Congratulations the, on thank, that. <laughs> thank you. I, I feel like that's one of the biggest things I could say this year. Um, apparently, it's not normal to put your blinker on, pull over to the side of the road and take 80 pictures of cows and horses. <laughs> and I've talked to local farmers. I've been told what treats are good to have, and um, I can't help it. I love it here. I am so drawn here to this type of community and this town itself, too, just the way the town is set up with the square, and I love it. Well, let's back up a little bit in the Mm -hmm. story. Tell people how you ended up here. Sure. So we, um, I had put my house on the market, uh, or had made the decision to put my house on the market in uh, the Chicago suburbs. Uh, and two days later, COVID, you know, Illinois shut down. Uh, we decided to go ahead and proceed with it. And I left Chicago with my two kids uh, who are 21 and now 21 and, and 19 um, and made it down here on May 30th of 2020. So was that the plan? Was Texas the that plan? That was the plan. Well, I knew that it was time to sell. I had, right. it, it was time to, to be a little bit closer to my two brothers that live here and we have good family friends that moved here and it just felt like that was the right time to sell my house and in the process of that it became clear that this was the time to go to texas Um, my husband had passed away uh, after an eight-year battle with als lou gehrig's disease Um, he passed away in 2009 and i think we probably would have been here a lot sooner had he not been sick he and my brother were very close Uh, so it just felt like this was the right time for us and I had a, a job in opportunity that came up that uh, I was offered a position. So that just kind of sealed the deal sure. that it was time to come down here. And I knew that I wanted to get here and get settled and get the lay of the land before I bought or built a house. Right. But, but you were I, familiar with the community. But familiar with, you'd yeah, Todd had visited. Yeah, right. Visiting Todd, you know, visiting my brother down here, driving around the area. I just felt like every time I came here, it was more and more like a, a home. Like I just, I, I knew exactly where I was going. I, I felt like the people were friendly and, and I could just be myself here. And so I did not take my eyes off of Salina. My, you know, I, we're looking at rental houses. I thought I'll rent for a year, figure out what I want to do. There weren't a lot of options that would work for us. And I just kept saying, turning down other options in other towns. I said, I'm, I'm going to live in Salina, Texas and that is where I will be renting for a year, and I will figure it out from there. 
and I, I wouldn't budge. And so we had a cute little rental house in Carter Ranch, and that worked for us for a year, and I was able to build my first house. That's awesome. Uh, yep. Congratulations. Built my first house here, yes. Well, now, you've only been here right at a year. Right at a year. So are you in your house right now? We just moved in uh, at the end, uh, middle of March. Congratulations. Yes. Very cool. So, I like how you stuck to your plan. You're like, dang I'm, it, this is what I'm doing. That's and what I'm doing. Yeah, and I was not going to budge. I was, Salina, the, the people and, and the feel that I have when I'm here just absolutely touched my heart. And, and from even prior to ever considering living here. When, you know, visiting Todd, we would, I said, let's drive to Salina. Let's see what's going on in Salina. I think it's so pretty here. It reminds me of Ada. And I've been accused of being annoyingly positive. <laughs> which, <laughs> By whom? Oh, some of my loved ones and dear friends and coworkers, <laughs> which I think is also a compliment. But I can be that here. I can... We talk in movie quotes in my house. Okay. And so I said, you know, smiling's my favorite or waving's my favorite. And, you know, we were here about 12 hours. I'm like, every single person that has passed us has either initiated a wave or has waved back. And my kids just think, you know, oh my gosh, stop waving at people, you know. But it just, I love it. I think that that's great. I think, especially with the past year or 18 months, I think that that a lot of people need that. Sure. So that year that you were mm-hmm. running, that charm and allure of Salina never faded? Never. That's awesome. No, it grew, I would say. Really? Um, Alexis uh, Jackson, yes, who my out. brother introduced me to, she um, said, well, you, you probably are going to want to check out the Friday Night Market. So I thought, this is crazy that they made a whole town after the movie set of the original <laughs> Footloose. I can't... <laughs> I can't believe that I'm walking around buying cheese and elderberry and, and of course, local honey. That's a big joke in my family. I get made fun of. And I'm like, hey, if you ever get into someplace new, a new climate, you have to buy local honey. You know, is, is that's that, the nurse in me. Okay. It's a real thing. Because it helps with Just the allergens allergies. And, yeah. yeah. And plus it's, you know, it's a good excuse to eat honey and... Yeah, but I, I was like, well, I'm going to, you know, walk around the square and memorize every storefront and wave to every person and, you know, figure out where to go and things like that. And I, I just, I remember, I kept pinching myself, uh, the, like that first Friday night market. And then uh, we went out to, I experienced catfish fillets or whatever they're called at Bebo's and driving out to Pilot Point and getting to see all of like the west side of Salina. And they don't have catfish fillets in greater Chicago? You know, um, not in, not in uh, the suburbs. Okay. Not as many. Yeah, that was, that's a bit of a delicacy. And, and chicken fried whatever, chicken fried chicken. And chicken, like that's, you know, you don't find that in Chicago. <laughs> that is funny. Okay, I have to tell you this real quick. It's, yes. I laughed so hard when you said the movie set from Footloose. <laughs> if they brought a karaoke machine into the Little Wooden Penguin, I would do Footloose by Kenny Loggins in a second. I will hold the microphone for you. Really? Okay. Or, or I might dance. I, yeah. I, I could do it right now. Like I, I love could, it. Or I could wear the, D, the T-shirt, you know, the, and I'm just, <laughs> like when I pull into Sonic, which I should stop going to so much, I'm like, yep, dancing in the streets is going to come on any second. I know That's it. Funny. That is so funny. <laughs> what about your kiddos? What did they think of this community? I like to, you know, get the perspective of a, yeah. you know, 19, 20, 21 year old. They were a little nervous. You know, they had, they were leaving some of their friends behind, but um, 
you know, they were also getting to, to move here and be closer to my brothers, and that meant a lot to them. And um, there was a bit of a revolt right at the end when I needed them most, like to be packing their rooms. And I remember my son, as the people were helping us pack the house, say, I cannot believe this is really happening. I guess we're really going. Uh, and I think it was just the fear of the unknown. Would they oh, be sure. accepted? Would they be able to make new friends? Uh, would their friends come and visit? Um, things like that. And they, you know, they had gone through quite a bit with my husband's, uh, he had ALS for eight years. My daughter was a month old when he started showing oh. signs of ALS. And I wanted to be cognizant of the fears that they may have, but also knew that the community that we would be coming to in Salina would welcome them and there would be a spot for both of them. My daughter is my youngest. She is very drawn to, you know, horses and animals and, you know, all that kind of stuff. She just innately is a good caretaker with them. And, you know, I think she finally realized like, oh, we might be able to pull over and have a, a feed bucket in our car and feed some cows and horses. And it's been good healing for both of them and for me as well. You know, they, my son's made a nice group of friends and my daughter's starting to branch out. So that's great. They, I think they trust like, oh, maybe mom knew what she was talking about. Have you guys been up to Punk Carter's place? We have not. Well, if you meet him, he will extend an invitation for you guys to come up. He's that kind of guy. I heard. He's and a very if sweet your man. daughter, if horses are her thing, you know, Todd yeah. could probably help set okay. that up. But yeah, I met him one time. He came on the show and he said, whenever you want to come up to the ranch, come on. And he, I'm sure and he, he genuinely meant, meant it. He sure. genuinely meant it. Yeah. So can we talk about losing your husband just real quick? Mm -hmm. You have this really cool energy and spirit about you. Oh, thank you. Never in a million years would I have guessed you lost your husband 11, yeah. 12 years ago. Mm -hmm. How can you find joy after losing, you know, yeah. your spouse? ALS is one of the most sinister diseases. Yes. I would not wish it on a soul. We call it an equal opportunity destroyer. It doesn't care your race, your gender, your age, anything. It doesn't care that you're married to your high school sweetheart and you have a one-month-old and a two-year-old. Right. Yeah. So um, we had a ton of support. We're very strong on our faith. We were in a cute little community um, you know, again, in the Chicago suburbs, very involved in our church. Todd would fly in from Texas. My parents would drive in from Michigan, and, and my husband's family was local. Uh, and we, the only thing that we could say um, that was positive about the disease, it gave us time to say everything that we needed to say. And I just kept praying that Jim would live long enough that the kids would remember him. I wanted him to be there when they started kindergarten, and um, he did. He made it. He, he, you know, was my daughter was in second grade, and my son was in fourth grade when he when passed. passed. Mm -hmm. So he had, um, he was very proud of himself that he didn't get kicked out of hospice because he um, <laughs> was in it for two years. He said, hey, I, I know that I was supposed to be gone in six months, um, we're going about on the two-year mark. Am I, am I good still? And, and the hospice nurse assured him that he would get the award for the longest person in hospice, and he, um, he would not get kicked out. Oh, he did. He thought that he would um, maybe pick his replacement. He, he thought that that would be a good idea. <laughs> and being a nurse and having 
you know, pretty dry sense of humor, I told him that I would smother him with his own pillow if he actually talked to those people. I probably shouldn't say that out loud, but, um, but we did. We, we did get to say everything that we needed to do, and we met very young. I was 14, and he was 16, so we, we crammed a lot into those years, and um, it's very hard. Daddies are so important. They're yeah. so important. So I've seen firsthand, you know, what can happen if, if a daddy's not there and, um, or if a daddy's disregarded, things like that. And so I, you know, Jim and I talked about next chapters and things like that. And, and he, right before he got sick, he thought maybe we should move. He was in, in a family business and he said, you know, maybe, maybe it's okay to move away from that. And, and we looked at Michigan and, and very shortly considered Texas. And then, you know, things just kind of turned from there and we had to just stay, right. stay local. Um, but I was so proud of him. He never said, why, why would I get ALS? Why me? He never one time said that. It would be wasting time because his time was limited yep. and he wanted to maximize it. Absolutely. Being a, being a daddy, being a husband, yep. just enjoying life. He didn't want to waste it complaining. Not one minute. Yep. Wondering why. I love, mm-hmm. I love that. And I love the fact he kept his sense of humor. He did. Oh, absolutely. He got himself in trouble quite a bit. Yep. Never. And, and he and Todd are very close and, 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 um, the, there would be jokes like the, it became a rule where if you were going to speak, Jim had to make sure, you know, he had just swallowed his food or or water or whatever, because, you know, I didn't want him choking. The, right. the nurse and me didn't need anybody aspirin. <laughs> so but yeah, he we talked about, you know, how I felt like I could never thank people enough and uh, pay them back, you know, for the time that they gave us or the, you know, gifts or anything like that and so uh he said just just be aware of your gifts and then just uh just pay it forward so that's what i do and i I am genuinely a joyful person i mean losing a husband doesn't guarantee that nothing bad will happen to me again i don't live in fear of that and i don't think that this is a free ride for the rest of my life it's just you know we're all just walking each other home you just press on. Absolutely. I've interviewed, ironically enough, many widows in my podcast, my personal podcast, and the strength that they have and the perspective they have on life mm-hmm. to the point there was, there was grieving, obviously they're sad, yes. but, and you may fit into this category. You can correct me if I'm wrong, but you had two kiddos that you had to care for and be there for and be present for. And you weren't going to let ALS take you as well. Oh, no. Absolutely not. You're, you're spot on. And, w- you know, we would say, um, people would say, I don't know how you do it. I could never do that. I hope you never have to. But trust me, when you're put in that position and you have no other choice, you absolutely pick yourself up by your bootstraps and press on. You have, you know, as a, as a mom of young kids and a nurse carrying the, the benefits so my husband could have care, you, he, I, have, I had no choice, um, and it, you know, I'm pr- I come from pretty tough stock, so you just... But you also mentioned your faith. Some people yeah. may say, I, I couldn't imagine, or I couldn't do that. Well, if you don't have faith, it, it's going to be tough. You do, and P- I, I said all along, and Jim said this too, I said, uh, I ran out of Kelly power a long time ago. This is all God. This is absolutely all God, putting the right people in our lives, blessing us abundantly with support and I don't know how people do it without that that would be terrifying 
Absolutely. So bringing it back to Texas and moving to Salina, what were you feeling? Because that was kind of the plan before he got sick. Mm -hmm. And then now you guys are going to go ahead and, and do it. Was there some sadness there? There absolutely was. I, I kept thinking how much he would have enjoyed being here and uh, seeing, you know, Todd and my, my baby brother, our baby brother, Mitch. And, um, you know, we were here uh, a month and my parents came down to, my mom and my stepdad came down from Michigan to visit and announced that they would be moving. And Todd pointed out that I'd been there a month and he had been there about 20 plus years. That's awesome. And I said, it's, it's hard to be the favorite kid. It really, it's a, yet another burden that I carry. Another, another title. No. No, I love that. It, it's that you guys have converged on this region. They don't live in Salina. Uh, they, they live in over in Aubrey. Mm-hmm. But um, you guys have, this is your new home. And yeah. you're creating new memories. And your passion and your love and and your heart for this community is pretty evident. I mean, just everything you. that you've said on this podcast and everything you mentioned to me before, I think it's really neat. And that's why I wanted to bring you on the show because you bring a completely different perspective than a punk Carter or a Rex Glendinning right. or, you know, a, a Pat a, Hun. A, a lifer. Forever. Sure. The lifers, yes. And I, I felt really, um, I felt like it was important to be very mindful and respectful of that. Um, I've seen bumper stickers that say Native Texan and I think, oh boy, I hope... I hope they know how grateful I am to be here and just sit back and observe and listen and figure out, you know, is there a a way for me to serve this community? Um, I love connecting people. I, you know, I think part of my ADD helps me be able to manage a ton of information and details at the same time. And, you know, hey, maybe... Maybe Salina wants to know about Cafe Anderson. Maybe I'll mention that to Salina and not talk of not stop talking about it until he gets you know things like that. Did or, you spearhead that? Come on, did well, you? No, hold on. I kind of remember this. Did you put Cafe Anderson on the city's radar? Yes. I don't know if I'm the only one. But I'm Whatever. the only one that wouldn't stop talking about it. That's awesome. Yeah. And he played at Cajun Fest. I saw he a picture. And there was a half mile, shoulder to shoulder people. Yes. It was he unbelievable. Priscilla was there. And she was just sparkly and so proud of him. And yeah, their story touched my heart. Obviously, you know, having a, one spouse that's fighting a, right. a pretty big battle. And um, the way that I learned of them back in 2018 was very, very cool. I promised them that I would write this all down and and tell them how that all worked out. But I just feel like the world is in such a tough spot that spreading joy and a moment of happiness, a moment where you can escape and not think about anything but the bricks on the square with the families around and smiling and hearing the laughter of kids and things like that. Just, you know, that I think that will continue to draw people here. And yet what we said a moment ago, respecting the fact that, you know, maybe they don't want houses on every single inch of pasture. Uh, still, you know, the, the landscape is so beautiful. The sunsets, I, I keep having to write hashtag no filter on any picture I post because it doesn't even look real. Right. So I love it. It's just, yeah, it's, it's a magical place to me. I just, I love it. How else have you got 
gotten involved? Have you jumped in to do other things? Not, not just yet. I just, I think I, you know, really like to reach out to people and say, what do you think about this? Or what do you think about that? I love to support local businesses. Absolutely. Like I, That's huge. I, I shop like somebody today just thanked me for the bar of soap from bus city that I gave them for Christmas. He's That's like, awesome. I'm out of the soap. I need, I said, Hey, I, I know some people here. Come to Salina. I think there, there's such an entrepreneurial heart here too, where people are like, you know what? This might be a need for somebody. I'm going to try it. If it doesn't work, we'll figure something else out or we'll add to it. And so I think, you know, I've been giving myself some grace, like get settled in the house, get your feet all the way under you, and then, you know, kind of look around and see if there's a, an area where I can serve. ALS is huge with sure. me and then mental health. Oh, yes. Yeah. Way too many people having too hard of a time and, and I think not being taken seriously. So I just, those are kind of my two, two biggies. Okay. So I'm going to add my editorial comment to this. I don't normally do this, but I'm going to do it right now. I totally agree that mm -hmm. mental health is the true epidemic oh, yeah. with this country. Absolutely. I'm not big on universal health care because mm -hmm. I, I don't really understand how we pay for it. Right. Yeah. But I am a huge proponent to universal mental health care. Yes. Now people a lot smarter than me need to figure that out. Right. But from, from counseling to proper medication, whatever we need to work through that, I'm down with that. So I, sure. I love that that's on your heart because oh, that's yeah. on mine also. My teenage daughter is quite the warrior with that. And she, uh, you know, you do, as a mom, um, you just never would wish that on your, your children. Or just as a person, you wouldn't wish that on somebody. And I think um, I've been honored to have people trust me with details and things where they are so afraid or so fragile. And I, I do not take that lightly, that I've been given the, the honor of holding those things sacred and connecting them with, you know, plugging them into anybody that I sure. can. Yeah, absolutely. Know. I met a young lady recently, uh, not in this community, but a nearby community who is going to school at the University of Arkansas, majoring in nutrition, and she wants to combat mental health through nutrition. That's I thought, key. Oh, I love it. The gut-brain connection, it's key. Cool, very cool. We, yep. That's a rabbit hole we just went down, but yep, that's fine. Totally. I love it because it really exemplifies your heart, and, and, and I love that. Salina, Texas is so lucky, A, for your brother, because he's a good recruiter, <laughs> and B, because you're here now, and you have a heart for this community. I think it Thank is you. fantastic, Kelly. Thank I've you. really enjoyed this conversation. I do have one more question as we get out of here today. Yes. We are recording at the Little Wooden Penguin, and we have a Little Wooden Penguin sitting on the table. You told me before we started, you have a nickname, Penguin what? Yes. That goes back to the Blues Brothers. Okay. We may have been taking a road trip with my, my brother, Todd, and my husband. And uh, I was, you know, I don't know why I'd have to sit in the back seat. It's not like my legs are shorter than anybody <laughs> else's. But I got sequestered to the middle seat because actually the two babies were behind us. And I kept leaning forward and I would hit them back and forth. And my brother said, oh my gosh, you're like the penguin. Like the penguin from Blues Brothers. And so then that turned into, you know, well, penguins are cute. And so I get called penguin. I, I get three birthday cards from him every year, and it's got, you know, penguins on one of them. When I was looking for a rental house, I said, 
are there any rental houses near the Little Wooden Penguin? Because that is a place I need to know about what they do here, not right. only serve the community, but you know what they create. And, and so the fact that, uh, that we're here at the Little Wooden Penguin it's is cool. so fitting. Yeah, yes. absolutely. Yes. I lied. I have one more question. And if yes, you listen sir. to the podcast regularly, I know you've listened to several episodes. I yes. always have one question and then, oh yeah, I have one more one question. More. Yeah. And it has to do with family. Mm-hmm. Because Todd's here at the Little Wooden Penguin. And he stuck his head in here before we started recording. Yeah. And I saw the dynamics between you guys. It was, I love you. I love you. He stuck his head back in here <laughs> and he said, um, you look so beautiful today. I mean, just really cool. He wanted you to mention his company as yes. well. Give a shout out to Lantera Group, right? Yes, Lantera Group. <laughs> but here's my last question. Family. How important is family to you? It is everything. Our heartstrings are woven together. Uh, it doesn't matter where we would be. Um, I think going through what I went through with my husband when my mom and my brother were living out of town, we would say, look at the moon, same moon. Mm-hmm. Um, Todd and I usually finish each other's sentences. We're pretty sure we're twins that have born, been born two and a half years apart. Um, but it, when I lay down to die, if I've been a good mom and a good family member, that's really, and a good nurse, that's really what's important to me. So in my eyes, you're a family expert. <laughs> Is there a sense of family in Salina, Texas? Abundantly. I don't think anybody could visit here or live here without picking up on that and then wanting to just be better at that. It, there's enough breathing room here and space. It feels like everybody is so welcome. I think that that's what makes it so magnetic here. I love it. Kelly Dobas on Life in Salina, the official community podcast of Salina, Texas. We're at the Little Wooden Penguin. It's trivia night. It has started. So she's going to go out there and, pl- I guess, play some trivia. I don't know what the movie. <laughs> I think they're doing movie quote trivia. Oh, we'll probably have to go win some prizes then. <laughs> Kelly, thank you so much for doing this. Thank you so much, Drew. My name is Drew Myers. I'll be right back. That's going to do it for this episode of Life in Salina, the official community podcast of Salina, Texas. Thanks again to Kelly Dobas, our featured guest on this episode. And also a huge thanks to the Little Wooden Penguin for allowing us to record this episode of Life in Salina there. Once a month, we're at the Little Wooden Penguin doing what we do, telling the story of Salina through the stories of the people who live and work here. If you ever want to come up there and see behind the scenes of Life in Salina, you have a standing invitation. Just follow Life in Salina on social media, Instagram and Facebook primarily because we'll share what guests we'll be sitting down with that particular month. And then after we're done recording, you can hang out at the Little Wooden Penguin. You can play 18 holes of golf. You maybe can do some trivia. They might have some live music going on. Always have a food truck. Always a cool vibe at the Little Wooden Penguin. Thanks to Katie and Taylor and Krista and the entire Little Wooden Penguin team for believing in this podcast for giving us the opportunity to tell the story of Salina, Texas through the stories of the people who live and work here, like Kelly Dobas. Thanks to you guys for listening. Have the day that you deserve. My name is Drew Myers. See ya. Bye.
Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.